Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm mad. I'm real mad at that Jason character. I could tell without the knowledge I got from the Us Weekly interview that Lindsay did, I totally missed it. So I'm very grateful that someone commented on the post I made on Instagram about this opening scene with Jason and Lindsay. Someone commented that she did an interview with Us Weekly where she stated this. So I debated on how I was going to do this recap, if I was going to talk about the interview first, or if I was going to recap the scene first. But I'm going to talk about the interview first, because I don't even want to recap this scene. The scene is despicable, knowing what we know now. We, I'm saying we, because we're going to know it. Okay, here is what happened. Summerhouse season six, Lindsay and Jason film an entire scene talking about the miscarriage, talking about what happened. He was a part of the conversation. He was a part of it seemingly going public. Hi, the scene got cut. How was she to know it was going to get cut? Hi. And along comes Winterhouse. Now, I'd have to refer back to my timeline that I did. I, I did a really labor intensive deep dive timeline on my Instagram where I broke down like when they filmed Summer House and then when like it was airing and then when Winter House filmed and then when Southern Charm was filming and that because it was all very overlapping and confusing. But for Jason's, for his angle to be you should have included me and you should have given me a heads up. What are you talking about? You were a part, you filmed a whole scene. So what did you think was going to happen after the show aired? He was upset that he wasn't reached out to for quotes in articles. That isn't Lindsay's responsibility. He was upset the scene got cut. He was also probably upset that he was totally edited out of the show because he showed up to Lindsay's birthday. And he, I mean, you had to dig to find him, but he because he was nowhere in it. So I could tell even without knowing about this scene that they filmed for Summerhouse, I could tell that's what he was upset about. I could tell this made no sense to Lindsay, especially because she was like, I told you I was going to share it. It's not like. She said, I'm going to share it and then hung up the phone and didn't give him a chance to respond. Most likely, she said, I'm going to share it. Is that OK? He said, absolutely. That's fine. Do what you got to do. They had a conversation. I'm sure of it. He would have said, I'm sure I would imagine that he would have been like, well, I'd prefer it if you didn't or something like I'm I don't imagine Lindsay being like, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I want. So for him to suddenly have an issue, because now they're filming Winter House, 
I didn't even need to know he filmed that scene. I could see right through it because I've watched these shows enough and analyzed these shows enough. And I spotted it when Caleb did this, when he was talking to Vanita at Catherine's birthday party. And I was like, oh, now he wants to bridge a gap between these two? What's happening here? And I was right. So then to find out that he filmed a whole entire scene with Lindsay on Summer House, and now he, because he could have had a conversation about the miscarriage. He could have just walked her downstairs and been like, now that it's all out there, like, how are you doing? I just kind of would love for us to connect a little bit because now you're with Carl. You seem really happy. I just want to check in with you. Why did she had? Why did she have to be made the bad guy? That's my problem. It's like why he even starts it like shaming her. Like your actions have consequences. Well, so do yours. And so what what's happened though? Why I hate? Why I'm so mad is that it worked because the people that hate Lindsay were all up in the comments like, yeah, I totally see what he's saying. He she's so selfish. She's the most selfish one on the show about a topic that is so sensitive. Like, go ahead and be shady and do this Austin thing. I'm actually not too mad about it because it's kind of fair game. This is what the shows do. The sh- She's done it to people a million times. So I'm really not too mad about all of this stuff. I know I'm, people are going to be mad at me. Like, how dare you not defend Lindsay? I'm not a, I'm not a stan for anybody. But yeah. By the way, uh, real quick, I know that some people are going to be bummed Pia can't join me. I have to hop on a flight tonight to go to Florida for the weekend. Uh, I have to head out there for some memorials. I know, sad. Um, but uh, Pia didn't, she couldn't make this this time. Um, uh, and bef- so before any of you, looking at you, YouTube, before I get any comments like, oh, this is a good episode, but I wish Pia had been there. Please just don't write that. I hate when I hate when I get comments like that. Because what am I? What am I supposed to do with that? I'm like, okay, well, she wasn't, so thanks. So can we just leave that out? Thanks. But yeah, she and to, okay, and I do as much as I love Pia. Pia is a Lindsay apologist, and we all know that here on She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks, I am not biased. I am very, I am very fair, and Pia will admittedly she would she will admit that she is a Lindsay apologist almost to a fault. So it's kind of a good thing that she is not here. Because when we get into the stuff with the Austin and the whatever, as much as I am mad at the fact that they're all ganging up, they look bad too. They just look like little gossipy bitches. Um, But this all is kind of fair game. Lindsay's done it to people season after season. So she can take it. But when it comes to this with Jason, no, absolutely not. You technically, if they'd aired that scene that he filmed on Summer House, he would have been a part of the conversation. So what would have been the problem? Hmm. Whatever the theory is, this was fucked up because it worked. And the audience that hates Lindsay was like, see, she's so selfish. And meanwhile, he was a part. She did include him. She didn't have any intention of like not including him and making it seem like he didn't go through it, too. But that's what he's making it look like when that's not even true. Fucked up. Fucked up. Okay. I moving on from that because I got it. And by the way, he's like, okay, thanks for 
Lindsay handles it really well. Lindsay tries to figure out exactly what he needs in this moment. And she's like, so you're just saying you wished you'd had a heads up about what? I'm not sure. Like an article coming out. And he goes, yeah. And then she goes, okay, I'm sorry about not getting, giving you a heads up. And he's like, thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, I hope that we can just have a good time now. She's like, that's my plan. She was as gracious as she could have been. Okay, so now we can move on. Okay. I'm really over Jess and Corey. I I can barely watch the scenes. Like I'm practically covering my eyes and peeking through my fingers because it's so cringe. Okay. She like any chance she gets, she's playing this little baby mousy. Like, I just don't feel cool enough or funny enough around anyone. Like, uh. moving on, I don't even need to dwell. And so Jason's continuing. He gets to continue his storyline because Rachel genuinely thinks that this is something he needed because she is a true, authentic soul and wouldn't imagine someone would just be capitalizing on this for a storyline. And she, and he's like, yeah, I feel relieved. I'm glad we talked about that. But Lindsay goes and talks to Carl and she's upset, obviously. She's like, starts to cry. She's like, he really made me feel guilty. Uh, and I shouldn't be made to feel guilty. Um. And Carl's, Carl's like, I was there for the whole thing. And you should not be, you know, you communicated the best you could. And this, she shakes it off, sits on his lap. And he he feels bad. You could tell he feels bad and doesn't really know what to do. I could, I could tell Carl. Carl is still pretty uncomfortable in the house at this point. Lindsay's much better at shaking things off, not giving a fuck what people think. Carl is still... Carl is more aware of his surroundings and like the vibe. You know what I mean? So they all start going to bed and I it's it's interesting how drunk some of them are because it was seemingly a mellow night like it wasn't like a party night. Dude, Luke playing the guitar. I really hate the way Luke sings. I really hate it. He goes in and starts playing the guitar for Jason and Rachel and Props to Jason for being like, do you want lyrics? Yeah, and Luke's like, yeah, I need lyrics. But he starts singing. He's like, I love you. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him singing so much. I need it to stop. Um, okay, Luke leaves. And Rachel's just not interested. There's just not a connection. You know, it's just... She, it's because she she can sense it in her soul. She doesn't. She can't figure out what is, what she's not connecting to. It's just because he's not genuine. He's there for the wrong reasons. Kyle has to. Well, doesn't have to, but he carries Amanda out of Paige and Craig's room, and I think she's the one who says that she's so drunk. But that also they're doing a split screen, and so that could have also been Rachel who said it as she walks away. From Jason, but then it, I don't know, it could, be, it could have even been Jess. I can't tell. And then Luke 
says to Austin specifically, man, I'm so glad we drank and didn't get super drunk. So the girls clearly got smashed. Jess and Corey then have, oh, I was like dreading having to like even watch this scene. They have a talk in bed and she is pulling the like, th- this is a tactic. This is, it's, it's such a bad tactic, but it's a tactic, you know? She's like, I'm worried you won't talk to me after we leave here. And this, this is like the test to see if they're going to like, see how they respond. But it's like the dumbest test. And she's like, I'm used to having the upper hand with guys because she doesn't sleep with them. And Corey's like, what what have I ever done? that's going to make you think I wouldn't talk to you. (laughs) You know, it doesn't even fucking matter. I hate that I have to even talk about this. Because in Corey's confessional, he's like, I would be crazy to really get feelings for this person I've known for a week. And then we know what's coming next from her. So the next morning, it's really cute. Lindsay and Carl in the bed, just adorable. And he just, he he loves taking care of her. He's like, do you want me to go make you coffee? And he does. And then you cut over to Paige, who is so hungover. So Luke is going to take them ice fishing or wants to go ice fishing. I'm assuming this was his plan. But Amanda, Sierra, Paige and Craig are in Paige and Craig's room. And they're ta- they were kind of like talking about what it was like to see Carl and Lindsay. And they all agree that it's good that Lindsay isn't drinking. And I kind of want to focus on this just a little bit because I think – Lindsay has, you know, it's probably hard for Lindsay to admit. I know that she admits it a little bit at the summer house reunion, but just that her relationship with alcohol has changed and she frames it. She frames her not drinking around supporting Carl. And I, I think that she's having a harder time admitting that she was a nightmare when she drank. As someone, if you're new here, you don't know this, but I don't drink anymore. Um, And I even have a hard time admitting that I was a mess when I drank. It's hard. It's a lot of embarrassing things happen in those moments. It's not as easy to face that. But Lindsay, absolutely, when she drank, became very difficult. And Craig even, Craig goes, yeah, she didn't bother me at all last night. And now listen, Craig... You are not one to fucking talk, buddy. Okay? No. Okay? Paige, she's she's a really funny drunk. Sierra's, we don't really see it much. We see it a little bit later, but she just kind of gets like, whatever. But Craig, 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 you, you need to watch your damn mouth. Okay, sir, sir. Um, but yes, this is, I'm only bringing this up because we will continue to kind of, it, it, it will sort of be a bit of a through line a bit because when it comes to the Austin night, I feel like, as we said last week, Pia and I, it's not that far off that the whole like trying to maybe hook up with Austin thing was just a drunk thing. It's like it was convenient. It was there. It was. And then 
you know, I just, it's something that she wants to forget, probably. Paige, Paige's version of why this whole timeline is, is off is, um, fine. I get it. Um, haven't they seen the finale by, by this point? I don't remember. I got to go back and look at the timeline because Paige is like, we heard at Amanda's wedding that Lindsay and Carl were giving it a shot. And now she's, and now Lindsay's moving the timeline because she knew that this whole Austin thing was going to come out. And Paige is like, she does a really good PR for herself. I should hire her. You know, I get what they're trying to say. I do. Um, but they didn't, we watched them not be exclusive. We watched them sort of say like, maybe let's try to shift what this relationship is and go into romance type of thing. Again, though, Lindsay has this sort of, this is part of TV. This, it, this is, it's sort of just fair game because what did Lindsay do during Summer House? She brought up Craig and Kristen. You know, this is kind of par for the course. She can take it. This bitch is tough and she, and she handles it well. So it's not, it would be unfair of us in my opinion, to say that this wasn't allowed. It just looks terrible because they're all like excited to do it. We, I don't really think we've seen Lindsay be excited to do it. That's the difference. Lindsay's, in my opinion, never been like, ooh, I can't wait to tell everybody this, you know? At one point, Austin awkwardly grabs towels from his room and that's where Lindsay gives the confessional. She's like, look, I appreciate that he gave up his room, but this guy publicly embarrassed me and hasn't apologized yet. And then they show that clip from Watch What Happens Live, which was brutal. Fucking brutal. So Carl asks Lindsay if it's awkward with him. And she's like, no, it's not. And then she's like, is it awkward for you? And he goes, no, I mean, I'm confident and I've never been happier in my life. And she just hugs and snuggles and kisses him and almost cuts him off from saying something. Um, it, it didn't, it felt sweet, but it also just felt a little tense, just a little bit. I might be being extra sensitive, but it still felt a little, it's got to be a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Honestly, this is hands down the last place I would be feeling comfortable if I were them. So, you know. The group activities, the groups for the activities, rather, are, are weird. Going ice fishing is Paige, Lindsay, Carl, Kyle, Jess, Luke, Austin, Jason. Going to the bar is Amanda, Sierra, Craig, Corey, and Rachel. Huh? I, I mean, that had to have been so determined by production, but I was like, now what the page would not join them. Page would not join Lindsay and Jess page would not leave Amanda and Sierra for that. I don't, I mean, it was good to see them interact, uh, but I just, oops, it was just a little weird. 
When they get to ice fishing, though, Luke was thriving. The guy's going over the bait. Luke's like, what bait are we using? The guide goes, uh, we're going to be using maggots. Luke's like, but what are you using for the tip-ups? Are you using sucker minnows or what? The guide goes, just golden shiners. Paige is like, what are you, testing him? Luke's like, I need to, I need an opportunity to shine here, okay? Like, this is my thing. It's not very often. Winterhouse is Luke's favorite because he gets to build igloos, tap trees, and go ice fishing. And ice skating. This is like his fucking dream come true. Jess, Jess is pulling up fishes and kissing them. Meanwhile, they cut over to Amanda sipping from her espresso martinis. Rachel's like, this is the first morning I woke up and was excited to see Jason. And I think someone goes, aw. Like, I don't really know if that was an aw cute moment, but okay. Lindsay, Paige, and Jess, they talk. And Jess is like, I'm in love now. Like, I am terrified of you. She's like, I can't, I really cannot tell if she's acting or not, but I don't think she is because she's like, I think one day in a house feels like two weeks. So we've technically been together two months. So me saying I love you isn't actually that crazy. And I'm like, I, I'm almost positive you're dead serious. And I am scared. But then over at the bar, Craig asks Corey about Jess and Corey's fucking he's he's like telling on himself to Craig because it's like I think he forgot who he was talking to because he was like she was trying to find a reason not to like me you know like you're gonna be talking to a lot of girls and I'm like you were texting a lot of guys too but then he was like wait hold on I'm talking to Craig and he goes yeah it's completely normal that we should definitely still be doing that I was like yeah you're you're talking to Craig so you don't have to pull that bullshit like you can you don't have to manipulate Craig just I can't with this relationship I can't linger on it too much and analyze it I don't really care cut to a relationship I do care about Luke and Kyle are talking to Carl about the relationship with Lindsay and Carl brings up he's like this was even before the summer he's like last spring she came and she was wearing this like Barbie outfit with her hair up and it just like knocked me off my feet and the fact that this is a romantic thing to say to another guy is like, I totally jerked off to that image. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's men. And I think Jess asks Lindsay about her relationship with Carl and she's just glowing. She's like, I never knew I could love someone like this. It's he knows everything about me. And little does she know, or maybe she does know deep down that Paige is just like, well, we're going to ruin that. Carl is like, I definitely can see a future. And then we go to Kyle's confessional. And look, Kyle is being messy. But to be honest, that's his job. And I don't hate this. I really don't. Because what the fuck? That's what, you know, that is what Lindsay did to him and Amanda all the time. So this is what being on TV shows. This is why having friendships and shit on TV shows is very hard to maintain. So he's Kyle's confessional says that this is kind of hard to hear this whole being committed thing and future and all that, because this last Halloween at a work event, Carl was saying that Lindsay is just so irrational when she's drinking and that if she doesn't stop drinking, he's going to cut it off. 
He's like, my concern is when she starts drinking again, what's going to happen? And I'm like, that's kind of weak, Kyle. (laughs) This is really weak because she actually did stop drinking, you see. And unlike you and Amanda, where your drinking has been a problem, you never stopped drinking. Lindsay did, sir. And she has adjusted her relationship with alcohol. You have not ever. And she, okay, so it's like he's trying. It's just really, really pathetic, this attempt. But he's allowed to try, you know, give him a shot. But very weak. And in all fairness, I'm sure that um, Carl said this directly to Lindsay. Um, But I, I'm going to say something that I probably couldn't say if Pia was here because she would get mad. But I kind of wish Lindsay was a little more honest about how she recognized that her relationship with Carl was not going to work if she continued drinking like she was. She's framing it like he needed the support because he was struggling with his sobriety. I wish that she had been saying it more like my relationship with alcohol was becoming a problem because I was drinking a lot and I do tend to get heated and irrational. And I think it was best for the both of us if he was struggling and I was also, you know, I kind of wish she'd given us a little bit more honesty there. You know what I mean? Um, so they get back from ice fishing. Luke, he goes right into tapping that, that tree, baby. He is tapping immediately. The bar crew comes back and they are so obnoxiously loud. So obnoxiously loud. Just like my dog right now. I don't know if you can, I don't know if the mic's picking it up. Um, They're so loud, but Lindsay and Carl can sleep right through it. Clearly this house is pretty big uh, because they're able to sleep through it. Unless they were just cutting to this and that wasn't really happening at the same time. Uh, all right. Sierra buzzed as hell. She goes, to, okay, this bitch goes down to Austin and Luke's room, but then she does a confessional where she's like, okay, this confessional is really, really stupid, but this is her doing her best to give like confessional moments. She's like, I'm like Snow White and the two dwarfs. I've got sleepy and dopey. I just can't seem to get away from either of them. Let me say something here, bitch. Luke brought you on this show. Okay. Luke did. So start there. So you, you technically aren't leaving him alone. That's one. Austin's been on these shows longer than you've been around. Okay. And number three, you came down to their room. So I don't really know how this is working. And number four, they're tall. So the dwarfs thing doesn't work. So none of this is working for me. Okay. Thank you very much. Moving on. Luke loves Lindsay and Carl. So he's like outnumbered here. He doesn't realize everyone else hates them so much. So he's like, man, Luke and Lindsay, or <laughs> Luke and Lindsay, Lindsay and Carl are so in love. And Sierra's like, oh, they're in love. And Luke's like, yeah, sounds like you've got something to say then. Just say it. And Sierra's like, look, I love Carl. He's like, okay, so you don't love Lindsay. Sierra's like, we just don't have a relationship. <laughs> and Luke's like, well, I mean, I can see them getting married for sure. And Sierra's like, 
I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. And I think Austin could have just let that go. But he's like, why? Why is it crazy? And then Sears like, literally, the whole house is talking about it. This, I mean, it didn't need to be opened up like this. But now, of course, Luke is going to be like, what? And Austin's like, tell him, go ahead. And Sears like, well, you already said it, though. And I get what she's saying. She's like, it's already on camera, dumbass. You've already said it. Like, they've already captured it. Luke is like kind of innocent. He's like, oh, you and Lindsay have more history? (laughs) More history. (laughs) I don't know why it was so funny the way you worded it like that. And then Austin says the night of the wedding, we slept in the same room. But she didn't tell me about her and Carl. It just sucks because I told some people in confidence and now it's spreading. You know, Austin, you just you're not doing a very good job here, sir. Okay, this is just silly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Luke's like, but did you just go to bed? And Austin, yeah, we didn't kiss. We didn't do anything. Luke says, well, then it's irrelevant. And so they they separate. And Sierra's like, you didn't do what you were supposed to do, Austin. So Luke, being a good friend, pulls Lindsay away from Carl. He's like, I don't want to talk in front of Carl. So he pulls her downstairs. And Austin immediately runs to the kitchen. And he's Austin's going with the angle of like, man, I'm so stressed out from you guys talking about this wedding stuff. <laughs> man, how could you guys do that? I don't really know what's been going on behind the scenes. So maybe like there is more of them spreading it. But anyway, Luke's telling Lindsay that the thing is, you know, talking that there's something about you staying in a room with Austin at Colin Amanda's wedding. Meanwhile, Austin's in the kitchen being like, I'm just, you guys, like, oh my God. Sarah's like, look, you know, she's here with Carl. And then you're saying Kyle and Amanda's wedding, she tried to fuck you. And Austin's like, I didn't say she tried to fuck me. Austin. Austin. Sir. So now Kyle comes in feigning fear. He's like, I'm just, you know, I'm worried about my best friend who had, he just officiated my wedding. Here he is having a heart to heart with Lindsay. And then she comes back knocking on our door. I was like, our door? Who's, whose door? And then they're announcing their relationship. It just kind of concerns me. And I'm like, what concerns you? What does? You know, like they're probably they're together all the time. Excuse me. Like what exactly concerns you? But Lindsay's version of events is that she didn't even hug Austin when she came in the room. They ordered McDonald's and they passed out. And Lindsay's confessional is that they slut shamed her last summer and they just keep doing that to her. 
I, you know, P and I talked about this last week. I really, I don't doubt that something happened, but I don't think that Austin, it was like Lindsay just put her hand on his dick and he was like, Lindsay, get off me. I think it was more of like a drunken, passed out thing. And she kind of like, like snuggled next to Austin and maybe like thought something could happen. I don't, it just really doesn't seem like that big of a deal. You know, when you're drinking and doing shit like that and you've been, doesn't she say she uh, slept naked next to Austin? That's what made her, what made Sierra so mad that she got in that big fight and threw the glass of Danielle that Lindsay was going around being like, I slept naked next to Austin. And she says, we didn't do anything. I would have, but he passed out. It's not that far off base. But we saw the conversation that Carl and Lindsay had at the wedding. And they didn't say they were exclusive. And just because she was dancing with Carl all night doesn't mean that they were exclusive. And it doesn't mean that when she's wasted with Austin, that I just, it to me, it's okay that it happened. It wasn't like a huge monumental thing. Um, the fact that Austin did tell people the next day, uh, it, it, it tracks to me. It doesn't just seem like that big of a deal and like a big smoking gun that negates their entire relationship. Uh, especially with this crew, you know, there's a lot of things that these guys don't want to own up to. I'm sure there's some, you know, there was the Naomi thing with Craig where he only told Paige about, um, Vegas, the hookup with Naomi in Vegas, but he failed to mention that they most likely hooked up when they got back to Charleston because that timeline would have not quite added up in terms of when they said they were going to be exclusive. So, you know, there's there's certain things you don't fully own up to. Um, Again, kind of fair game, whatever. Lindsay's got this. I just wish that I kind of was hoping Lindsay wouldn't be so afraid of maybe the truth on it. Uh, But again, Austin isn't always the most honest. Austin has admitted to exaggerating the truth many times. It's. Him saying that when Lindsay left and said, don't tell anyone about this, like, would he out and out lie? I don't know. But he has admitted to exaggerating the truth before. Let's just keep going. Austin's in the kitchen being like, God damn it. God damn it. And Sierra and Craig find this to be so funny. And Craig's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? And Austin's like, that you would be better friends. To who? And then he looks at Sierra, that you would be a better friend. Like, to again, to who? Who are you talking about? So Lindsay goes and tells Carl. And, you know, she's she's like, if it was an issue, I would have told you. And she's like, people are just jealous. People get jealous when other people are happy. And in Carl's confessional, he says that, um, you know, they had been dancing all night, but he wanted to go to bed. And she said that they ordered McDonald's, nothing happened. And he, I like that she came to me directly and told me. That leads me to think that she felt she needed to go and tell him directly. She needed to go and clarify what happened. 
meaning that it would have upset him. So maybe there is a little scandal to the whole thing. Lindsay's like, it would have been one thing if I even kissed the guy. And Carl goes and just gives her a hug and says, asks if she's okay. And she's a little weird. She's like, of course I'm all right. Luke was just trying to be a good friend. So now it's incredibly awkward. So they're eating dinner in like shifts. They definitely are not eating dinner all together. Uh, Kyle notes this and Paige, I mean, you know, sometimes she just can go to a place of extra bitchiness. Kyle is like, wow, this is, since we're not eating together at all. And Amanda's like, yeah, it's just another awkward night up in this bitch. And Paige is like putting her hair behind her ears. She's like, I actually don't feel it as much today. Ugh. Sometimes she just triggers me. God. So now they all, they all get to the bar and the Rachel, Rachel and Jason talk. She's, She's telling him she's appreciative of the fact that he's basically being patient. Um, And she's like, I'm a little intimidated by the other relationships in this group. Um, Because like you've got Jess and Corey just jumping right in. And Jason's I don't Jason's like, can you just I don't I don't really know what Jason wants from this, but I I don't think he's loving any of it. He's like, can we just have a storyline already? So Lindsay, Carl, Luke, Rachel, I think Jason, they play cornhole. And then Austin's like staring off into space and being like super weird. So he goes up to Lindsay. And Craig is like off to the side, like she's not going to talk to him. She's she's not even going to talk to him, is she? She's not. Oh, OK. She's going to talk to him. Oh, OK, cool. She's going to talk to him. So Lindsay and Austin, they go to talk. He's very uncomfortable. And all he ends up doing is apologizing for he's like, okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just uh, saying, you know, to apologize. Like we went from talking all the time and then we went to ceasing communication. And I know it was directly a result of what I said. And Lindsay says we were having so much fun and hanging out all the time. And then at the wedding, and then she kind of makes a face and looks off. I noted that. And then Austin's like, I know that you have Carl now. You said something back in September or something. And Lindsay corrects him. October. Mm-hmm. Austin says, the last time we saw each other, I know the way I said things was really harsh. And dude, they keep flashing back to this fucking Watch What Happens Live segment. And it it's like, okay, God, we don't need to keep seeing it over and over again. It's, it's painful. And at the same time this conversation's happening, Amanda's over there saying, Carl needs to know what's being said. And Craig suggests that Austin talk to Carl. <laughs> I'm like, can he not... Let Lindsay do that. But I mean, it would make good TV, I guess. And Austin, then he's trying so hard. He's like, how am I going to fit this in? So he goes, there's been so much love between us in many different ways. And then he just can't. 
And so Lindsay says like, look, they'll be fine. People have asked if we'll ever be friends again. And I'm like, of course, you know, friendships go through things. And I appreciate the apology. And they hug. And in Austin's confessional, he's like, I couldn't bring up the dick touch thing. It's just so awkward. So Austin goes and tells Amanda and you guys, the the way this looked like a bunch of mean girls gathering to uh, Craig runs over and is like, did you talk about the wedding night? I'm like, you need to take it down a notch and hide your excitement, my friend, sir. Because, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, he's like, so no one is going to tell Carl what everyone is talking about. And then Austin presents it like, what does it matter to you or you or to you? Like, and then Craig's like, are you protecting Carl or yourself? And then Kyle comes in. If you have nothing to hide, then you should be like, listen, Carl, this is what happened. Okay, they need this to come out on the show. They need it, you guys. If it doesn't happen, they're going to like they what is happening then Amanda goes and tells Paige. And so Paige is like, she's trying to play it cool. She's like, oh, so did they talk? I mean, I don't even, I wasn't even paying attention. And Paige then gives this quote. If the day Craig asked me to be exclusive, which that is not what happened, by the way. And that night he was touching another girl's vagina. And I found out now as his girlfriend I would break up with him. No, you wouldn't. You absolutely would not. 100% no, you would not. Trust me on that. Okay? Trust me on that. Because if right now something dropped about something Craig did when you guys... Because when you guys decided to be exclusive, it was kind of like a slow, like a moving target. And if something new came out after, at this point where you guys are right now, you'd break up with them, be done, all of it over, everything done? No, not true. You'd work through it. So spare me, okay? But it's giving drama. It's giving forced drama, though. The reason why this isn't fun is because it feels so desperate. It feels like they're so desperate to get this to come out. Like, like, please, Austin, tell them right now. When Lindsay did it, it felt she's just better at it, guys. And they hate it. They hate it. So next week, Austin... And by the way, I think we still have two more episodes. I figured for sure next week would be the finale. I even had it in my notes scheduled, like in my, I have my whole calendar because there's so many things I have to make sure I'm recording. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to do another week of, I'm assuming next week is not the finale because I'm assuming they're going to do the finale when, when Lindsay and Carl are already gone. So my guess is we have two more episodes next week and the following. So, because next week, Amanda is going to tell Lindsay that there's a whole conversation about a little dick touch. And Carl's confessional is that 
Austin is still kind of an immature, immature fuck boy at times. Um, yeah. Look, the pro- the problem with this show coming out so delayed is none of this matters because they're engaged now and they're happy. So literally it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, they work through it. They're fine. Kind of the same thing for all these fights. Any fight that we watch on these shows, we're like, well, they made it. So you can always refer to the Instagrams, the socials. Like you're like, well, are they still together? They are. So whenever they do these big like climb, like these climatic, like what happens next week? We're like, well, I just saw on social media they're getting married. So it's fine. So anyway. Uh, okay, for any of you who listen to my family karma recaps, though that next week is going to come out a little bit late because I'm going to be in Florida, and Monday is one of the memorial services, so I won't be able to record Monday night, and then I fly back on Tuesday, and I won't be able to record that day either. So I won't be able to record until Wednesday if hopefully Kendrick's available. So it will be delayed. I will get it done, but it won't be the normal sketchy. Um, and it might push back some of the other recordings, but I will get it out. I promise. And I will make all of those announcements elsewhere as well. But I just figured while I'm here, might as well let you know. But anyway, guys, sorry for the shorter recording, but I got to pack and I got to get on a plane. So I love you. Take care. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.